Hello and welcome to the summer series of the Happy Startup School podcasts. For this limited edition, we'll be shining a spotlight on the speakers and workshop leaders who'll be at our summer camp in September. In this episode, we have Ollie Casso. He's the founder of Cycling Without Age, an initiative that puts to practice the concept of active citizenship, in which he uses bikes to build bridges between generations. He's going to tell us a little bit more about that, as well as some of his insights as an Ashoka Fellow on what it means to be a true changemaker. Stick around for more of that. I'm your host, Katrina Tan. I'm a video and design creative in Rome, Italy, and I met Lawrence and Carlos in the mountains of France while attending their Aptitude Retreat. They thought they had terrible podcast voices, so they asked me to step in. Well, the Happy Startup School, which they founded, is a community of like-minded entrepreneurs and changemakers who believe there's more to work than money. This community is passionate about making a positive impact in the world without sacrificing what's important to them. The summer camp is an annual gathering for the community to reconnect and re-inspire each other. Find out more at happystartupsummer.camp. Now back to our conversation with Ollie. Welcome, Ollie. Very nice to have you here. My pleasure. Can you tell us a little bit, a little brief insight into your work behind Cycling Without Age? Yes. Uh, so Cycling Without Age is an initiative that I started five years ago, and it's about uh, inviting elderly people back out into to life to give them a chance to be part of, of uh, the local community once again and give them an increased quality of life. And then it has a, the added benefit of, of actually giving you a great quality of life yourself. It's something that it's easy to capture in just one photo. You see a little party of two elderly people sitting in a, in a trishaw with a volunteer pilot behind them. And you can just see that it, it just has all the, the aspects of quality of life. I'm curious about your intention for wanting to bridge this gap between generations. Can you dig a little bit deeper on that? Yeah, my when I first started, uh, I live in Copenhagen, which is a uh, a city of cyclists. So everybody cycles to work, and and so do I. And and I started noticing that uh, whenever people reach a certain age, they stop cycling. And and I suddenly dawned upon me one day that when people suddenly lose that uh, ability. They must, it, must my, it must be like losing uh, an arm uh, that you cannot cycle anymore because it, 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 it is so ingrained in society here. And I wanted to explore that. And I noticed uh, an old gentleman one day sitting on a, on a bench uh, with a walking frame. And I thought, if I can give him just one moment of freedom, of inviting him back into the local community, that could perhaps make a difference to him. And so I just showed up with a a trishaw at the local nursing home and, and offered a bike ride to one of the, the residents. And it had exactly that impact. It had exactly the impact that I was hoping for, which was that the person, the, the elderly lady that I had out, she chatted nonstop for about an hour and uh, came back in a completely different spirit than when she'd gotten out because she'd been inside for several months and suddenly she was back out, you know, feeling the wind in her hair and, talking to people, relating to people, forming relationships, and so on. I love that. I was so inspired watching your TED Talk, actually. So for anybody listening, you've got to watch that. I wanted to know more about this, the right to wind in your hair. That's a very specific feeling or emotion, I guess, yeah. that somebody who's been on a bike can really relate to. Yes. 
It's it's become a motto, and I guess it's it's a metaphor as much as is also the you know the actual right to win in your hair. But it really also means the right to be part of society, the right to be part of life, the right to continue to have relationships with other people, because it isn't something that you can take for granted once you move into a nursing home when you become so dependent on other people. And maybe you're suffering from a mental illness, maybe you're suffering from dementia. Uh, and it means that you can't really take care of yourself. You're really dependent on other people to do all the things that are good for you. And there is a tendency that people who live in nursing homes don't have perhaps anyone who could come around and, and invite them back out. So they stay inside for a long time and it has a very negative impact on their mental health and also subsequently their physical health. And, and therefore, I think this is a cause worth fighting is to give people the yeah. right to win in their hair. You're an Ashika fellow, and you're also a co-founder and partner for this company called Purpose Makers. It seems to me that most of what you've been doing are focused around this concept of integration and purpose and meaning. And can you share with us a little bit about your perspective on your purpose? Yeah, I think we're everybody's looking for purpose, and everybody wants to do things that have a purpose. It's kind of where everything comes from. And if you're doing things that ultimately you think is not really having any positive impact whatsoever, uh, I think we can all feel that uh, life is meaningless. Um, and it's, it's one of the worst feelings you can have. And it, uh, when I was, uh, before I started getting involved in, in, uh, in social entrepreneurship and social innovation, I was questioning what I was doing on a daily basis as well, realizing that I needed to feel that I was part of making a positive impact on different levels, not only because it made me feel better, but also because I felt the responsibility of doing that. And it works on so many different levels. What I've found as well is that what really works well in Cycling Without Age is that when you do something active and you do something together with other people and you do something which is meaningful, it has a really profound impact on people's happiness and mental health. And I think a lot of people these days, they start realizing as well that we, we can't just measure success or progress in monetary terms. We need to, to also measure success and progress in a lot of different ways. And one of them is the positive impact that you have on the planet, on societies and on, on, on human beings, on humanity. I really appreciate what you do. Can you dip a little bit into your workshop for summer camp? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you mean about how to be a true change maker. How do you define what a change maker is and what a true change maker is? I think it can also sound a little bit pretentious when you say how to be a true change maker, but really it's, it's, it's not meant to be. Uh, it's really just to focus on the fact that change can be a lot of things and change can be different things to different people. What I mean when I say change and when I say true change is that it has a positive impact on a lot of different things and not just the person who's, who's doing it. I see so many people talking about disruptive technologies and, and things that can change things around and that very often they are technologies. But deep down, uh, I think all of these, whether they are technologies or social innovations, they need to be measured on whether they can actually have a net positive impact that is a social impact uh, or is a, an environmental impact. And I'd like to explore that in the, in the workshop. And I'd like to challenge people to try and come up with 
what are the things they're doing and how can they perhaps realize some more significant uh, impacts in different areas and not just how we can make things different because a change is not necessarily a positive change. It can also be a change for the worse or it could be a change that we think might be good, but it actually has a lot of other negative factors. So I think that is something that everybody who has ever been involved in change making or has been involved in innovation or entrepreneurship, they realize. Because I think also that is what makes any change that you're trying to accomplish sustainable in the longer term as well. And it makes it easier to communicate. It makes it easier for pe other people to relate to it. And so it becomes easier for you to create a movement and to get people to rally around your idea. Do you think there are areas you feel need to be more like evident and present to bring to light? Yeah. I, I work a lot with young children and kids as well, youngsters, teenagers, to try and get them to understand what impact they have on, uh, on the planet, on other people. It is a time in young people's lives where they have so many influences and it's very easy to get sidetracked or to be perhaps allured by money or flashy things. And I think it's important to relate to them in a way that you give them some great values of integrity and persistence, uh, optimism. And I think it's something that if we can give that to children and teenagers at a young age, it's going to follow them as well. And it's going to mean that uh, when they take over and when they have to basically care for us in a few years, yeah. they will do it based on some very solid and great guiding principles. I love this conversation. Thanks, Ollie. One last question. What is it that you most look forward to in this year's summer camp? Oh, I, I, I definitely look very much forward to uh, the community and to meeting a lot of these great people. I only know a few of them beforehand, but I just I can imagine that the people get attracted to a summer camp like that. They must be awesome people. So I think that is by <laughs> far what I look forward to the most. Thank you so much. Thanks, Katrina. I hope this conversation has inspired you listeners who've already got summer camp tickets. And for those of you who haven't, it isn't too late to grab the last few remaining. So don't miss out on this opportunity to meet and speak with Ollie in person and also connect to a tribe of people from various fields who care about living a purposeful life and who know how to have fun while at it. Very important. Have fun, guys. Anyway, sign up at happystartupsummer.camp for all those details and you bet it's going to be unlike anything you've been to before. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you check in again next week for another episode of our summer series of Happy Startup School Summer Camp Podcasts. I'm your host, Katrina, signing off. Stay awesome, stay curious, stay happy. Yes, please.